They're coming to get you, Barbara. The Fear Central Radio Show. Warning, our content may include spoilers and is intended for mature audiences. Hey, fellow horror fans, welcome to the Fear Central Radio Show. I am your host, Mike, and uh, this evening or this week we've got... Chris. Monica. Paul. Heather. Tim. All right, so this week was another watch and review, (gasps) and uh, we we took our chances on uh, (laughs) one of my favorite franchises. Uh Uh-huh. And I was very, very disappointed. Okay. But we did watch (laughs) Hellraiser Judgment. Mm -hmm. Now we must pass judgment. Yeah, we will. We We will thoroughly pass judgment. judgment. Okay. Yeah. I don't even think this is... We'll start positively. What what did people like about the movie? It had Pinhead in it. It had had Pinhead in it, yes. It was a distraction. (laughs) It was a distraction. Um... There, it will, the, maybe a little bit. Nothing positive. <laughs> the blood didn't look completely fake, like Sarah. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's yeah. do that one. Yeah, the blood didn't look completely fake. There yeah, was some I good mean, issues there were with some the good blood. Special effects. Yeah. I'm yeah. still thinking. Um, okay, come on. If we can think of blood, you I can like think of something. <laughs> the soundtrack wasn't awful. No, there, no, there, it was there were not boobs. Awful. There were the boobs. boobs yes. were plentiful. Yeah, they were the dude and, and they were they the, were bountiful boobs. The dude with the little dude that came out of him. That was my okay, favorite. Okay, yeah, the, sur- the, the surgeon, surgeon with the, surgeon with the defacer or whatever. Yeah, yeah I loved that was pretty it. Cool. That was my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Two of the creature designs were okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're kind of creative. Yeah, it was all right. Mm. Yeah. Guilty. The interviewer was pretty good. What was mm. his name? The auditor. The auditor. Uh, whatever. He was called he the auditor. He was much better than the Slashy face? He was much better than the assessor. Yeah. That was disgusting. Slashy face? The assessor was terrible. Slashy face. Slashy face. Not to be confused with slushy face. Yes, yes. Although he, I, th- I think his motivation was Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> you think? Do you think? It was a little think, bit. Yeah. Hello. Just a little bit. Because he was like, oh, heavens no. <laughs> Like, I think he was you're, going. You're Robin a, Williams? I actually think he was doing effeminate German, is what I was getting. Effeminate German? Yes. Okay. There's such a thing. Of course. Well, I guess okay. so. Maybe so. <laughs> Learn something new I every think there day. Probably is. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> These days, there's gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. On a oh, that's scale what the G stands for, German. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, I'd give this one about a three. Oh, she'll go that high. She's oh. nice. Two, maybe three. What are you looking at? Somebody no. pierced Ouch. their finger with their wedding <coughs> ring. Oh, no. that w- that's perfect for our conversation. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. not, not my, happening. I have to say, my biggest <coughs> disappointment in the film was the use of of Pinhead in this film. He was not your true style, Doug Bradley Pinhead. He was not. He was barely in it. Yeah, exactly my point. <laughs> and I but he, he did have the and credit in the <laughs> credits at the very beginning of the movie. That kind of gave me a clue that maybe he wasn't going to be in there that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Sorry. So, Sorry. starting off, how many people haven't seen a Hellraiser movie before? That would be me. Okay. And okay. we had to break your bubble with this one. Yeah, Shit. Nice. So, so I totally now, didn't. Now, now, you now, you can, now it only goes up from here. Yeah. <laughs> no. When you see the other ones, you'll be like, oh, there's this, a couple oh, others this is so much better. Well, the first and the second, that's where we're going to start. So okay. that well, yes, we're on, it will on a go high up. note. 
it will. Okay. Yeah. But okay. if you keep and then going and then it with will it, gradually tip back over, <laughs> and then when you get to the reboot, it's like a roller coaster. I will you say know? this. I will say this. This was two marks better than the reboot. <laughs> I thought the reboot was out of one in, out of one to ten. It was a two. No. To the reboot. No. The reboot went on being a one. No. Wow. Oh wow. That, that I thought was the bad. reboot was I, I'm better. I'm sorry. Than this one. I'm gonna go Doug Bradley on this one, and you know it's a waste of good celluloid. There you go. I like it. <laughs> it was pretty terrible. I mean, if you're in for a gore movie, then if you want something gross and disgusting, yes. Then the beginning of the movie would be great for that. Oh yeah. For the first. It started minutes. off really, really gory, and started off like it was going to be a decent movie. Is, and I it don't didn't know. go anywhere. I don't know. I, I missed I, the I don't whole think center of the movie. I got to watch the beginning and I got to watch the end. That was the only part worth watching. Well, there, there you was go. See, it was perfect. <laughs> it was. I was. It was perfect it was for me. More interesting. So, the way this plot line to this movie works is spoiler alert. Well, I mean the the opening the opening is it's called Judgment for a reason. People get lured into this house and then Pinhead is in a back room where people are getting assessed and judged based on their sins. They made yeah. it seem right. a lot like Jigsaw. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. A little bit. Pin, little bit Pinhead jigs- meets Jigsaw. A little bit Jigsaw, a little bit St. Peter. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, a little bit I'm, of seven. I'm kind of almost grateful Doug Bradley wasn't in this one because if he was, I, I would be like, really? Did you need to pay the lights? I will help you. Well, my biggest <laughs> disappointment is that the director of this film was the makeup artist for Doug Bradley mm-hmm. through all the other pinheads. So you would have thought <laughs> that, you know, being that close to pinhead and, and getting into the character, you would pretty much assume that this guy would, like, pick up a book or, you know, read a graphic Had novel, something. Read the rest of the scripts. Well, the scripts. The pinhead looked like, I would imagine, that the old pinhead books. So the makeup artist itself... Which was still him. Was still, was still him. him. I mean, he didn't... Right, he didn't, he didn't stray necessarily from stray from it, but there wasn't no. that much of him in it. No. no. So no. Where in the reboot, he was completely different look. He looked more like the guy that had spikes sticking out of him in 13 Ghosts. And yeah. I don't know that there was really much plot put into this movie. No, I mean, it, it, it didn't it, seem It was like not about the characters from Hellraiser. It was more about the two cops and the whole thing. The, the, right. Well, then so at, at the end, though, I kind of got the sense that it maybe was <laughs> Pinhead's final judgment. Okay, that that definitely be spoiler material right there. Okay, so what did you say the director's name was? Tudor Cliff. Did you know that he also played the auditor? Oh, did he? Oh, did he, he did. really? Oh, well, that explains that explains a lot. Oh, oh. there you go. Maybe he had to save up for the blood. <laughs> I don't know. The blood was actually well done. I know, right? No, that was about <laughs> it. I, I was like. Maybe that's why his lip piece didn't seem quite right because he was trying to put the makeup on himself. Maybe. I don't know. You think he was also the makeup department for this movie? (laughs) Oh, no, he said it was. He said makeup by Tuna Cliff, directed by Tuna Cliff. Now he's starred in by Tuna Cliff. Oh, and he was in that really, really dark uh, house with uh, sunglasses on. That's Mm -hmm. the reason things didn't look great. Yeah. Like all the toy greens. So you put his makeup on first before anybody else? Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So, um. All right, here we go. So, so we were. Now, now, now the, the nurse looking ones with the the twins the, yes twins. i liked that a lot no. now but the twins didn't even look the same i mean the, the whole look of them movie. i know yeah. but that was i liked that which is the one we were talking about i want about chris with to make uh, me that because i want to terrify everyone in the house <laughs> let, I let, me you, the let me show you i want people the ones to from hellraiser 5 
I, that's one I haven't seen. Yeah. So we'll just wrap okay. you in saran wrap and Hell cut yeah. some holes in for your nose. And mouth. Please just let me breathe. Yeah. And, uh, well, I said cut, put holes in it. It was hard enough to yeah. breathe last year yeah. in my costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Pinhead, uh, Hellraiser Five, well, had Craig Schaefer in it, which played Boone from Nightbreed, mm-hmm. and he was a detective. So it was kind of the same there. It, right. I, that, yeah. Because so for the benefit of the audience. You got all that with the either with the house and the judgment and everything, right? But the main character is a detective, and yes. it is a light detective story for seventy five percent of this movie. Yeah, right. and gore the rest. And gore the rest. Yeah. Well, not just gore, grossness. Yeah, it was gross. Oh yeah, there were some really nasty spots. Now, now we were talking about the the address, the fifty five Ludovico Ludovico Street right. is actually the address. The house is the same address as. The original Cotton House used in the first film okay. from okay. Cri- Cricklewood, England. I knew which is also wait 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 wait, 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 which is also a reference to the Clockwork Orange. The little Vico treatment. That's yep. right. Yes. Yes. See, yes. there you go. I knew as it, well as I Alex's prison number. Alex's prison P- number. Prison number. Okay. So I can understand that. Okay. Uh, there so you there, go. Were, there was some reference to other films. There was. Yeah. That's about the most positive thing I, about this that's movie. That's about it. Well, that, mm. and I like the fact that they did have, I'd at one point... i this movie if it had a clockwork orange color scheme for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? I like the fact that they had all the Lamont cubes laid out. I mean, it was pretty cool, and he was explaining that each cube has a different method to it, a different mm-hmm. realm, so to speak. Yeah. And so, it was pretty good. But... Like most things in this movie, it was sort of half baked. Well, yeah. yeah, it's just like totally. let me explain this and never ever put this into practice. Right. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for the one time they did, and it was all wrong. Yeah. So, was I the only one that really wanted the brother to die like real quick? The brother. <laughs> Which one? The one that. The one with the, the, the cleft. No, the one that had the the swept blonde hair. Um, the one you know, who, the pretty cop. Yeah. You oh, wanted yeah. him to die quickly? Yeah, I was yeah. with you. Yeah. Why? He did die because quickly. You can, no, he no, didn't. He, he didn't his, die at the end. Way at the end. But it was way at the end. His death was quick, but it was at the end. So why? I, I think he was supposed to be one of the intelligent people in this movie. But this wasn't. is a, No. Yo. So <laughs> one of the first victims you come across. Paul's is cringing this, just a little bit. Mm, puns. My God, puns. <laughs> so they they act like it's some big revelation when they find a body and uh, there's like, they, they it's this rich heiress type and she has a little toy dog and they can't and then uh, something starts moving under her uh, yeah. dress and they they uh, lift up her shirt to find like a big horrible staple keep, keep pers- in mind she's dead yeah. she's just dead FYI, at this point she's just dead FYI. yeah it's just like it, anyways big horrible staples across her abdomen and like it's stretching or whatever and yeah. then the guy like with all the seriousness of a david caruso looks down at him and says her dog was her baby yeah yes <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. think anybody okay. so, so so if anybody heard that and didn't see it, it was Paul banging his head against the wall. That was, that was serious face bomb, yeah. Yeah. And then later to find out that she has a silver spoon stuck down her throat along the way. Yeah, so the, there are lots of leaps in logic anyways that deal with the both the detective side and the judgment house side. There's logic? Leaps in logic. I it, got the leaps part, but the logic part, <laughs> I'm still waiting on here. There was no logic even for a horror movie. I am wa- saying. They, yeah, they wanted you to think that there were logic. The movie wanted to seem smart with some of the comments it was making. There's not smart. 
I'm not saying it was. I'm just well, saying the but, movie but thought the, it was, and that thing. was one of my big it's problems. It's like two well, levels but, above Snow Shark. Come on. Well, but here's the thing. For most, we at least finished the movie. For some people, <laughs> it's going to seem like, oh my gosh, that's a great movie. It's so logical. Go back to the first one. But but here's the problem. They're not all as smart as we are. Mm, yeah. Okay. I'll give you that one. I love you all. Yeah. Even if you're not smart. We yeah. love you all. We love you. We do love you. We're not am, calling I'm you an idiot if I you am happen the to least, like this movie. I am the I least mean, smart yeah. of this whole group. So. Oh, shut up. She's lying. Inshallah, if you really like it, go ahead. Go ahead. I yeah. mean, it, <laughs> it's <laughs> not for everyone. It, it's, it's not really for not. It's not. No. I and think this is not for us, apparently. No. I think if you were like heavily stoned and or a drunk, I don't and think like there's enough alcohol in the world that just to make had that look good. violence in it, then maybe just, it might fit into the agenda. I just hope that tomorrow while I'm under anesthesia, I'm not <laughs> seeing that shit. Surgeon's going to come out. Uh, the surgeon's going to come out. Oh, my God. I can just see it now. And he's going to turn around and, yeah. the, and the defacer's going to come out. this movie for one of the coolest things. Yeah. They, they have a they have a surgeon comes in. The new surgeon Cinebite was pretty cool. The surgeon yeah. Cinebite was amazing. That Big hunchback Did looking thing comes with into the, the yeah, with a little baby face with a little baby face mask sort of looks like if anybody saw Brazil it's my birthday <laughs> 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 yeah, it kind of looked like that baby but a, face but a wooden a yeah. wooden baby face mm-hmm. that looks like that I thought that. it was more like chrome or something it was, it was wooden yeah. it was wooden it was okay. definitely wood yeah Anyways, turns around and surprise, there's another Cenobite on its back that starts slashing into I the I thought guy. he came out of his belly. No, no. it's back. Oh, it was back. Of, he turned yeah, around the and oh, the cloak okay. flips yeah, yeah. over. Oh, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And he looks so. like a little Nazi dude. Which is, which yeah, he got um, a gas mask on. Yeah, he kind of looks like uh, the Nazi from Hellboy. From Hellboy. Yeah, oh, yeah. chainmail yes. apron. Yeah, yes. chainmail apron. No. Yeah. But yeah, he kind of looked like the Nazi from Hellboy to me. He kind of did. That's what I was thinking. The clockwork Nazi. Yeah. I'm just kind of... Okay, so the like kill parts. I'm just saying, I I like the part where he goes, you know, when he's confronting the adultering, and he's like, you know, she cheated on me two weeks when I was gone, and you know, I came back and caught the guy and cut off his eyeball or his eyelids and torched him in his car. I was like, okay. That just redeemed himself just a little bit right there. Now, <laughs> I was kind of with it on that. There were also a few scenes that seemed very sevenish to me. Like, mm-hmm. like the hands the, the on, the, on the mirror. Oh, the this movie was kind of like seven. Yeah, it, that, seven, seven and tall, and and that's. But that, it was based off the Ten Commandments. Yeah, and that, that's what really bugs me about this being a Hellraiser movie. Is well, it's moral absolutes, right, I, wrong. Yeah. But another thing is, is that you go with the seven feel and the whole playground scene, the whole baby arms. They weren't baby arms. No, they were real arms. They, 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 they were cut adults. off their hands. Yeah, yeah, it was six adults. Like right here. Or they four were, adults. Cut it off right. Oh, right okay. Because the way it looked, it looked like, like this. literally. It was like this much. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, see, then that makes sense. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. We, we, it is fair to say that we had some problems with the sound watching this movie. Oh, oh wow. yeah, that might audio editing. No, audio editing was up and down. It was like mm-hmm. the super intense parts were super loud, and the super not intense parts were super. I hate it I when they do that. I hate it when it's, they do it's that. It's not the only film I've seen that. No, does it happens that. a yeah. lot these days because they think, oh my god, the louder it is, the more intense it is. Yeah. Yeah. that's hey, not if, always if the we, case. If, no. we, if we blast this intense scene, then. You know, well, it's going to be that much more yeah. intense. Another problem I had, I don't know about y'all, is that the cinematography of it did not, it didn't sit well with me. It was <laughs> like it was all whited out and, you know, I'm yeah. used to the Hellraisers being darker. Part of that is my TV going out. And so. a little <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Tim, get well, it fixed. <laughs> but there were, there were some issues I had where, as, as, a, as a director myself, 
I, I'm like, okay, that should have been more of a steady cam shot instead of right. handheld. Or mm-hmm. you, know, you know what we didn't do? What's what? Is at the beginning of the show we didn't say you know. Well, I know we mentioned the director, but we didn't mention or talk about the director, the screenwriter, and who was in it. We didn't miss, Did you miss know anybody in this? Because um, no. Heather Langenkamp. Heather. Who was she? She was the landlord. Yeah. Was I had to look she it up. really? I had yeah. to look it up. Yeah. It did yep. not look anything That was like her. her. I had to look it up, but that was her. Oh. <clears throat> I didn't feel like the acting was bad in this movie. It really no. wasn't. It just, no. it was very B. Yeah, I knew her part wasn't huge yeah. it was a it was very much a b movie yeah. it should not have been but it was yeah. uh, it was yeah. i mean was this one straight to oh yeah digital? yes yes they've all been straight to video for since uh Bloodline. four or yeah. yeah since four yeah yeah okay so the actual plot summary says detectives sean and david carter are on a case to find a gruesome serial killer terrorizing the city joining forces with detective christine egerton they dig deeper into the spiraling maze of horror that may not be of this world. Dun, dun, dun. I think it would Spoopy. be more. Yeah, the if tagline is "Evil seeks, seeks evil. evil." But I, I watched the preview before this, and then watching the first part of the movie, I thought that the serial killers that they were after was actually going to be Pinhead that they were right. chasing after. I thought. He was like leaving clues and stuff, but I was mm-hmm. like, "Why is he doing that? That's not that's not what, at all. That's not what they do. No. Yeah. Okay, so it was directed by Gary J. Tunicliffe. It was written by Gary J. Tunicliffe. Mm-hmm. Jerry, Jerry D. Tunicliffe played the auditor. Yes. Mm. Did he write the music too? He did the makeup. Uh, no. Um, Darren Johnson wrote the music to the did the score. Well, you know, kudos to you, Darren yeah. Johnson. Uh, I don't have anything bad to say no, about that. No. Samuel Calvin was the uh, cinematographer or director of photography. I'll spare you what I think, Sam Samuel. Well, we, well it's <laughs> all Sam we don't know if it was him or if it was, you know, Tim Stevie. Are we hashtagging blame Sam? Uh no. 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 Um, <laughs> Damon Carney played uh, the main person. He w- I mean, he was okay. <laughs> it's That's a sign funny. for a restaurant. It's funny. Uh, Randy Wayne played David, the brother. Hey. Uh, Alexander Harris Allie. played Christine. Heather Langenkamp was the landlady. Paul T. Taylor played Pinhead. Uh, Gary J. Tunicliffe was the auditor. <laughs> Jeff Finter. Carl. Carl. Uh, I... Tony played. Tony Payne played the vagrant. Okay. The vagrant. Which I missed the vagrant. I think it's. The uh, Helena Grace Donald played Jophiel. I mean, they gave him a name in the movie. I'd be surprised oh, if he's yeah. billed Jophiel. as vagrant. The, the angel Jophiel. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Okay. The chick at the end. Well, she. I so missed She's it. all up in the middle, but yeah. yeah. I missed the middle. Remember. Uh, yeah. Andy Lee Powers played Jury 1, Mary Catherine Bryant played Jury 2, and Valerie Sharp played Jury 3. Wouldn't know them by their faces. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's because they were missing part of it. Uh, They were missing part of it, but there was body parts that were all there. John Gulliger was the assessor. Good. Yeah. Good on you. Who? John Gulliger was the assessor. Okay, so there was, what did I read about that? I really, I read something about him. Hold on. Okay, keep going, and I'll tell you about it in just a minute. Uh, Joel Decker was the butcher. Okay. Uh, Jillian 
Blundell was the surgeon stitch twin number one. Okay. Uh, Mike J. Reagan was the chatterer, which, I'm sorry, that was not the chatterer. No, no. it was not. Okay, so before we go any further, mm-hmm. okay, the director, John Gulliger, was the director of Feast. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that okay. movie. So whenever Tunnicliffe met Gallagher, um, when he directed a Green Light winner, mm-hmm. you know, thing, yeah. um, he... Tunicliffe said that he wrote that role especially for John to play. Okay. Yeah, I know. I don't know what that mean, what that says about his thoughts on him. But okay. <laughs> it was that was a terrible. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> want to play that part. That was disgusting, and not in a good way. Sometimes things are like, oh my god, that's so gross. Yes, and sometimes they're like, oh this god. Just, why did it need to be that way? It did not need to be that way. No, I mean, it all. made it would have made sense had they that's done it but not shown it. Yeah, yeah. See, that that's. That, they didn't that, have to be. That's the leaps in logic part. It didn't you know, have like to be. the movie tried to legitimize the way their court proceedings thing, but it just yeah. didn't make any sense. No. Well, you know, when um, there there was a lot of animosity from Doug Bradley on this one. Yeah. So when he was, I don't blame him. He was asked in an interview what his advice would be to Paul Taylor that was going to play Pinhead in this movie. Don't. Um, he sarca- sarcastically <laughs> answered, according to Gary Tunicliffe, excuse me, uh, Gary Tunicliffe and Mr. Taylor, Mr. Taylor has a screen presence of Peter Cushing and Ralph Fiennes. So Ray he, Fiennes. Yeah, Voldemort. That, oh, okay. So he won't need any help from me, will he? Um, <laughs> I think Mr. Tunicliffe was off in La La Land. Maybe he was a little stoned. I don't know, uh, but... I don't he think needs to come back from the edge. Was Taylor. No. I don't think the problem with this movie was Pinhead. No. Pinhead no. is not the problem. He, he wasn't there enough. His performance was actually his performance was fine. Yeah. Like I mean, underneath the makeup, there's some problems with the makeup, I gotta say. A little bit. Not maybe not the makeup. I think the shadowing on the makeup of Pinhead may be an issue because it the lines were too precise. There wasn't any like well, Kind of darkening, and, well, and the other thing is, whenever he was talking, there were moments where his words were coming out, but his mouth was not moving. Yeah. <laughs> it Are was we almost sure that like wasn't Tim's. No, 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 that, was the, no. that was the okay. audio. That was totally okay. the audio. No, 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 uh, no, no. The, uh, it, it was Pinhead. It was Pinhead too, but it was yeah, like yeah. their prosthetics were too big, and it wasn't allowing them to, to right. fully motivate. Mm-hmm. To fully yeah. motivate, yeah. it was because um, I pointed that out at the very <laughs> beginning. Yeah. So, this says, as an avid Doctor Strange fan. Uh, director Tunicliffe sculpted the symbol of the famed Eye of Agamotto into the new version of Pinhead's leather robes, as well as adding a diamond-shaped skin section in honor yeah. of Leviathan. Yeah. yeah. In the torso, long yeah. threadbare robe, and real metal chainmail, butcher's apron yeah. to the ensemble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. screwed it up, dude. You should have just stuck with the basics. And uh, coincidentally, Pinhead was amazing to begin with. Why would you want to fuck with that? Yeah. Well, coincidentally, that, that's what makes an icon. Exactly. Scott Derrickson, who was the director for Sinister, Sinister. That would be like uh, taking... He, he actually he did, did Hellraiser 5. That, that would be like And taking, he's also the director of Doctor Strange. Yeah. That would be like taking um, Michael and putting him in, in a pinstripe suit. Scott Derrickson? Why would you want to do yeah. that? No. Scott Derrickson did 5, which was the one with uh, Craig Schaefer. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did, huh. however, even if this movie was total crap... The best part was the gag reel. Oh, I loved the gag reel. I loved the fact that they, Freddy Krueger, made a little appearance walking in front of the Oh, bank. yes. Love yes. That. Yes. Uh, 
it was actually in the, the actual film. I missed that part, remember? Oh, yeah. I was dealing with some... That but it was, was actually in there. personal biz. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of almost grateful in a way Doug Bradley was not in this. I mean, when you think of the whole pinhead he he is the iconic horror villain i mean he the way he talks the way he moves yeah breathes it's just it's not just the fact that he's controlling hell or the cinnabites and he's collecting souls it's the way he does it i mean it, it that's like you know the other horror icons the way they are is because the people who are behind the mask make them that way you take that out of the element and you no longer have an icon you have a diluted substitute so okay so in our haste to finish this movie we evidently missed something what did we miss a scene takes place at the end of the credits featuring a different hell house this time in germany approached by two mormons the two men are lured inside the house and then presumably interviewed by the auditor that would have been amazing we need to rewind just the end yeah but i love you i love you all but i have got to go Bye. So I will see y'all next time. Hopefully Bye. in l- a whole lot less pain. No. Both in physical, a better movie. <laughs> f- physical and emotional. I mm-hmm. love, you. love you. Peace out. Love you. Yeah. Uh, it was filmed in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Yeah, okay. It really could have been filmed anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Chicago. LA, literally Texas. Anywhere. I mean, when the first shot is that house, and it's just abandoned. Like, there's like no houses even touching that. Like that one down it's the like street. Ghetto. <laughs> yeah, it, it looked like it's like ghetto of a ghetto. <laughs> it looked like it looked like the vacated part of Florida or New Orleans to me. Yeah, like it is like okay, this is they, they just found bombed out place. <laughs> He explained that it was um, that they were on a different realm, though. So it was like maybe the physical house was there, but then. Well, they had a shot of them going there during daytime. Well, they had a shot with the two detectives, with him going to get his brother and coming back, and everything was normal. Okay, was it? Okay. Yeah, and he did say that the cube is a conduit between the two mm-hmm. realms. So whatever looks like in our realm, ne- not necessarily looks like in their realm. Mm-hmm. The figure, or, you know, the structures could be the same, but the what's in the realm is different. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. So just find a, a picture to see what they were talking about, how they changed the outfit. Outfit of pinhead. Just cut out. It's supposed to be pinhead. Yeah. No, the I see. I didn't notice that the chest was open. Yeah. It, no, that's yeah, not no. what pinhead is supposed to look like. No. No. The you're right. The neck is more form fitting, and then the diamond shape was definitely not there. Yeah. But then you also notice that he didn't have his apron with the uh, the yeah. metals hanging off of it, like the sickle mm-hmm. and the knives. Yeah, he didn't have it. He didn't have his belt of. of Blades, the coat. Belt of blades. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It looks a lot better as a still image than it does inside the movie, though. It does. <laughs> but but not what we come to know as, you know. Now, if we, yeah. if we were 18, 19, 20 years old and this is the first one we've seen, I would never watch another one. Yeah. No. Well, I never watched the old ones, so this does not make me want to jump up and go watch the new, the old ones. I'll show you the old ones. Yeah. The old ones you'll like better. They're, they're done very, very well. My, very eloquently tasted. That's the thing is, I mean, the first one you had the benefit of Clyde Barker. Yes. Regardless of what you think of Clyde Barker, Clyde Barker is a very intelligent man. Very. 
and well-spoken. So at the very least, if you, like if you get to thoroughly disgusted by what happens in things like Nightbreed and Hellraiser and everything, the dialogue is actually very well put, and there's actually a motive to like the plot. It makes like there, there's a reason for the what happens on screen. It makes sense, and yeah. and honestly, there is so much that that Clive Barker puts into his stories that. The Hellbound Heart is the original story novella. Yes. And even as small as it is, there's so much detail that they lift out of the, out of the two-hour film. Yeah, it's like that, 140 pages. Yeah, it's not like long at all. Um, but uh, and initially, in the book, the Cenobites are, are genderless. You can't tell male or female. Right. Mm-hmm. So. A little hard to do that on screen. Yeah. So. I think that's why they made them gender so that you could tell them apart instead of, you know, like with the Chatterer and with the Discman and with the the twins and everything. Like, I think that's why they made them. It almost makes them scarier having a gender to them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But, anyways. All right. So not one that we would recommend. uh, Assuming all around that that's a. Unless I really hated the person, then I would be like, "Yeah, go pick up this one." I guess if 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 your idea of a good film is gore and grossness and no plot with very little story, this would be great. Yeah, yeah. You could almost classify the first like ten minutes of the movie gore porn. Probably almost pretty close. I mean, it's less gore than it is gross. Well, if if your definition of porn includes exploitation for exploitation's sake, then yes, the first ten minutes before the credit sequence is definitely classified as that. There's no reason for what happens on that. But, no, but no. if you've been a diehard Hellraiser fan, such as myself, over the years, you will definitely not enjoy this film. Because one, you get very little pinhead. Mm-hmm. What little pinhead you do, he's not as well spoken as. In he didn't do films. a bad job as Pinhead, but I think, it wasn't the real Pinhead. No, and I think you know, in order to make a fair comparison, I would have had to hear him speak more and see him walk more and stuff like that. But in this few episodes or few scenes he was in, no. See, most of the time you saw him, he was sitting in the chair, and you only got a back shot. Yeah. The, right. inter- yeah. the interesting thing is, is that it it. You know, if you say, like, oh, this bastardizes the property and everything, the creator of the property, Clive Barker, has already, like, come out in interviews and said, Hellraiser's no longer mine. Yeah. I gave it to the world. Now all the stories are coming out from other people and everything. And they're free to do with it as they want. You know, he's sort of humbled by the fact well, that everybody yeah. lashed onto the property and has changed it and taken it in all these different ways. The best example of that, though, is the comic books, which are still going from oh, time yes. to time. Yeah. Like because those end up feeling like tales from the crypt that happen to have happen to take place in the Hellraiser world, and they've got like wildly different plot lines and like really imaginative. But stories. that was the whole point of it was the you weren't necessarily just following Pinhead; you were following the cube and where it went, mm-hmm. and the cube depended on. You know who was con- who had it. You know everybody's sin or everybody's hell is different. So then, therefore, every interaction with it would be different. Every story would be different. Yeah. The way Pinhead would react to it would be completely different. So I mean, it, that's why the stories in the comic books or the the graphic novels have gone on so long as much as they have. And they're actually really good. Yes, they are incredible, and the mm-hmm. artwork is phenomenal in them. Yeah. 
uh, as part of the intro thing, he was talking about, oh, well, technology's changed, so the cubes aren't doing what we need them to do. They tried to give it a legitimacy for the first, like, minute of it. it. It made sense what they were trying to do right there. But, and then they just didn't do anything with but it. But wouldn't it be more in into it if he, like, say, put a cube into the computer system, made it a game? But isn't that like one of the other that ones that we watched? Well, what, what I was would beg to differ. <laughs> what was one of the watcher reviews where they were doing the technology and it changed? And that was Black Mirror. The Netflix series Black Mirror, where they were all yeah. about technology. But there was one we watched and did a watcher review on. Because she made the comment that oh there used to be a book and now this and it was a there was a Ouija board on the thing um, it was what we did last time. Oh, very memorable apparently. I know. Yeah. Oh the yeah the the. Well, the last watcher. What was the last? The, the last watcher review we had was Happy Death Day. No, but before well, we did that, one uh, after that. Because you know. Let me look it up on the feed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse us for a minute. We have to go back in our own podcast. <laughs> we do so many, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure y'all will know what no, we're talking because about. because it had a different name in IMDb than... That's right. I do remember that one. Uh, the Offering. The Offering. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, where they had the, the Ouija board on the cell phone. On the cell phone, and you went, no, I think it was just a plain piece of paper or something, or a plain blank screen. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there again... Horror movies trying to say, "Oh, technology's changed, so we got to change." Yeah, how we. But I, I mean, they did that in Jumanji, where okay, yes, people yeah. don't play as many board games anymore, other than people like us. But they they turned it into a video game, right? An old video game. <laughs> well, yeah, that 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 whole thing is all jacked up. Anyway, they made it make sense in the modern age, right? No, and it worked. What they did worked. What they didn't help in this movie did not. Yeah. No. Well, and, and even the very last line before at the end of that scene, the very first scene, like it was already like a hard right turn for me. Yeah. Because they said, "Okay, we have to set, we have to go and find them, like set new traps." And it was yeah. like it was very active sounding, and yeah. I was like, "That's not the way I know my Hellraiser at all." No. They don't like, set the they, traps. They lay They're just like, trap, "Screw it, you're gonna come to it, us." Yes. And, and we'll have you, and then we'll be done. That, that's kind of like how the cop guy got into their trap was by complete coincidence. Mm-hmm. No, he was screwing around on the computer. Well, he wasn't screwing around on the computer. He was trying to find the guy. That he was trying missing. to. Yeah, he yeah. went to that guy's house and he found like the GPS was set for yeah. the house. Right. Yeah. yeah. But he stumbled across Pinhead and the Cenobites by accident. So. Can we talk about how shitty these cops are? Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. So, wait, wait. Time out first. We're going to lay a disclaimer. This is in no way against any cops that are listening or cops that are on the force. Please do true. not come after us. No, Please do not kill us. Just the ones in this Just the ones in this movie. Which I'm not sure are smart. cops. Yeah, or intelligent other than, in any way. Because you don't see their badges. You only see the girls' badges. Sorry, They're in say it. not intelligent in any way. We're just saying that the ones in this movie. Oh, did he? Okay. I only saw hers. It showed 
So, so the exterior of the police department looks like some old clothing store that happens to be called police department. Oh, I was thinking the interior looked like a, a, a trailer. trailer. No, I'm talking about the exterior. Because okay. they had one shot. They had one yeah. shot, and it just had in just sand, in just a sans serif font on the on this brick building or this stone building. Oh, yeah. Police department. Right. Like, all caps, see, they nothing blew, to separate They blew it. all of the budget on the gore from the first ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, of the that, yeah. That, yeah. Was that was Everything it. Everything was all done there. And the only shot you have from inside the police department is their office, which has the word detectives written on the glass. Yeah, because right, they were the two detectives. Three. There were three. There was she, she was transferred in. She was transferred in. Yeah, and then, but she was. Uh, they keep calling affairs. for backup, and backup never gets there in no, this movie. No, never. I don't think he actually <laughs> called in for backup. It showed him they, on at his the end. At the end, it showed, they didn't. It showed him on his cell phone saying the words, uh-huh. but he knew where well, they were. Well, he he actually did, he actually did say they're not coming or whatever. You yeah, know, like someone's coming, but yeah. it's not them. But there was an earlier scene where they called for backup as well, and yeah. it, that never happened either. Yeah, because <laughs> even in the first murder with the woman, there's like. Them too, and like two other people walking around in plain they clothes. They didn't want to pay any extras at all. <laughs> Evidently, no extras in this movie. None. Serious. But so here's. I'm the just bit. saying it's a really small police department. So the first <laughs> the first scene, uh, w- the first guy that gets judged in the gore porn segment is a pedophile, yeah. and his mm-hmm. words right before the judgment gets passed, like when, during the interview section, is, I've never saw so much blood come out of such a small thing talking about a little blonde girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They describe him later as a missing person, and they say that he exposed himself and pleasured himself in front of kids, and that's all they have on him. But they yes. go to his house, and whenever they turn his computer on, he's on the website underageteenporn.com, and he's got the GPS for the house he's going to immediately on the screen. I'm like, you, really? These cops couldn't find anything else on this guy whenever they were looking right, they, at they, him? They, yeah. they look at his computer? <laughs> they must not have been looking very We're just saying if they were real cops, they would have nailed him. Oh yeah, he would have been nailed. He would have been nailed and thrown in jail real fast. But yeah, it's kind of hard to believe. I mean, even in uh, Jesus Christ, and even other horror movies where cops are irrelevant, you know, you have at least five or six extras walking around the background. Or, you know, if this was supposed to be such a big case for a serial killer, there would have been five or six there detectives would room on of it. People. There would have been a room of people, you know? Whenever your movie is a detective movie, because this is arguably more a detective movie than it is a Hellraiser movie. I mean, yeah, exactly. Even their cars weren't marked. I mean, no. come on. Which I, I can see them driving unmarked cars. That that doesn't bother me. If I were to Detectives film, drive unmarked. Sometimes. Most of the time. Um, <laughs> In, mo- in most movies, the in detectives movies. drive unmarked cars. Right. No. Now, if I were to create a scene like that, and, and I needed some extras, I'd be just like, hey, Tim, come on, Paul, y'all, y'all just want to walk around back there while I shoot this scene? Right. Just hey. do something. It doesn't, yeah. we're going to party it doesn't matter what you do. We're going to Party Central, and we're going to write off yeah. $120 in cop uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> 
you're going to be in the far background. Just walk like, around. You're not going to see your crappy badges yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but exactly. you're going to be there. Just walk around. Right. Look yeah. like you're doing something. Just, Answer you know, a phone. Why don't you hold a clipboard and walk over there and you put on some gloves. and, and Hey, go and thumbtack to something up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, something, something, anything something. to make it a little bit more believable. But you know, I mean, they even had that in Super 8 where the kid's like, you just walk up to the phone and act like this place has people here. Right? Mm-hmm. And they could have put a CGI person in there. Something. <laughs> <laughs> just clip art of people in the background. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just throw up a whole bunch a, of different mirrors and get reflections of one guy wearing a copy yeah, form. There you go. <laughs> there's, like a, there's like a standee of a cop with a clipboard smiling in the background. <laughs> be like Willy Wonka with all the little... What were they called? Munchkins? Does that say driver's head on his chest? <laughs> Something. <laughs> Jesus. And well, I mean, some mall security uniform I, I'm sorry, right? but if these are the three people that, you know, would live in our city or our, you know, little town or whatever, and, mm-hmm. you know, we had to rely on them, screw it. I'm, I'm <laughs> gone, man. That's it. Game over. I'm packing up my shit. I'm moving. Forget it. Yeah, we live in yeah. a little bitty town. We have more cops than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah. <sighs> anyway, final thoughts on Hellraiser Judgment. Not worth it. Go watch the first four movies again. I can't believe you made me watch this movie. <laughs> I got up and did dishes. <laughs> Instead of the watching dishes. the movies, she got up and did yeah. dishes. I should have gone dishes bad. with you. I thought it was funny, though. When you got up to do dishes, there was like one of those big intense scenes and the music jumped up. And Julie comes running back in like, what happened? I don't care about this movie, but what happened? No. <laughs> she didn't want to watch it, but she wanted to see what yeah, That music sting. That was saying that something big happened. Something really big. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. All right. So yeah. it looks like uh, we have passed judgment on Hellraiser Judgment, and it was not favorable. As the, as the jury would say, guilty. <laughs> I, I would have to say I'm On this movie, they go squish, 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 splash. Yeah. Then they go guilty. Yeah. Um, so anyway, for uh, for your comments and uh, input on on said movie, uh, just visit our Facebook page, our Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. Leave a comment on YouTube. All Leave our comment mutilated on, on iTunes. Multimedia. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe to us on mm-hmm. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google, and Spreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spreaker. And go ahead and, and put your comments and questions in there, um, so that way we can a little more notification and uh, move up in the ranks so more and more people can enjoy the show like you do. Ask us uncomfortable questions that yes. we can talk about. We, are, we, like, yes. uh, we like uncomfortable questions. <laughs> <laughs> we will answer just about anything. Yeah. Monica's blushing. <laughs> uh, it's past my bedtime, guys. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, we're yeah, her house. don't forget to uh, subscribe to us. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to go over to fearcentral.net and uh, click on Become a Patron. And uh, just as little as $1 a month, you can help us grow and become bigger and bring more. And hopefully soon. Like guests. Soon. We will have guests. And uh, yeah, stuff. better now movies that for review. Now that you've all heard that last week, we do have a way to do phone-ins. Uh, as said, Paul, Katie, and Joe were phoned in last week. So Literally. Literally. It doesn't mean we weren't actively involved. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, don't forget to check us out each week. And as always, stay scared. <laughs>